Welcome to Iman Amongst Men. This is the show where we take an honest look at what it's like to be a man in today's world. We don't shy away from topics most people are too afraid to talk about. We gonna take it all the way there. Make sure you rate, comment, subscribe wherever you listen to all your podcasts. Let's start the show. Welcome to Iman Amongst Men, powered by Shea Moisture Men. I'm Iman Shumper here with my big brother Ari. Ari, go and check in with the people. What's going on, people? I'm Ari, and today in the studio we got actor, comedian, impressionist, mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah. six season vet on Saturday Night Live. Hey, talk about Jay Farrell. Hey, about hey man, welcome to the show, man. Listen, also, also rapping and relationship unenthusiast. <laughs> I'm glad we started there. The theme of today's episode. It's all about first impressions, man. <laughs> and he's leaving one here. Oh, he wow. left one here. I'm, I'm just This yeah. is how you come through the door, the I'm first impression. Now. With a fucking purple blazer. <laughs> fucking blazer. Right, like, send shit up. What's the best first impression <laughs> somebody's actually left on you? I would say, if I say a celebrity, it's going to sound it's gonna sound like I'm just cheating to do the impression, but it's not. I would say I would say Denzel Washington. Give it to me. I would say why would I say Denzel Washington? Before I go into it, why would I say Denzel Washington? Because when I met him, he told me that I owed him money because he was keeping me hot. It was the most honest. It was the most honest thing I've ever heard any celebrity say to me. No That's push. Rada. He was like, here, "Wait, here we go." All right. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Yeah. So this is at the AFI Lifetime Achievement Award. You know, okay. he, he gets his award. And um, this is across the street, and I'm waiting. <laughs> and he walks in, he looks at me. I said, oh, I said, Denzel. He goes, oh, you owe me a lot of money, Negro. You know me. You know that, right? Because huh? I'm keeping you hot. <laughs> He's like, well, you're a lot taller than I thought you were, too. Yeah, you got a muscle, too, huh? Uh-huh. Working out, huh, Pharaoh? Okay, all right, okay, all right. So uh, I said, can I take a picture with you? He was like, yeah, if you if you can kneel down. I don't mind if you can if you can get down here and just take the picture. I'll definitely do it for you. So I kneeled down. I took the picture with him. And we were having a conversation with someone. We were talking. And as we're having this conversation with each other, and like the, we both felt the photographer come at the same time and like try to flash us. So we were talking, and then we just stopped, posed, and went back to talk. It was so cool, <laughs> bro. Like two cool, smooth dudes. Like, peanut butter, peanut butter, peanut butter blood type. You oh, feel me? Uh, really <laughs> smooth. So yeah, he. But the way that he he just had it was such a it was an accomplished presence. Like he wasn't trying to put on. He was just like, <clears throat> he was like, yeah, you owe me money, nigga, bro. That's what, that's what you do. You owe me money. Huh? <laughs> uh-huh. mm-hmm. That's what you do. You owe me a lot of money because I'm keeping you hot. You know I'm keeping you hot. All those Denzel impressions, huh? Those are paying your bills. They paying your bills, Negro. Your bills are being paid, huh? <laughs> yeah, so I would say Denzel. Oh, my God. I would God. say Denzel. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, whatever it is. Let me have some of this sponsored good, water. I had a, I had, a, I had a, uh, a good first impression of uh, Denzel too, I, and I know what you mean. That that um, you meet a lot of people uh, in the celeb world that I feel like they could walk past you and you just you be like, oh, that was him. But it's yep. like they don't have like this aura that comes off of them, and Denzel just sort of effortlessly is mm-hmm. like, wait, what he say? Like I don't want to miss nothing he said. Mm-hmm. What he say? Like it, it's like when he look you in the eyes, like you could tell 
He genuinely means it. And yeah. if he didn't want to say it, he probably would just sit there quietly because he's Denzel. Absolutely. Like, I truly don't have to talk to you. Yeah. Right? Yeah, there's no reason to talk to you. I don't have to. <laughs> I don't have to. <laughs> Like, this is a waste of my space, waste of my time. I don't have to talk to you. I don't have to engage in you. Nigga, I am from Mount Vernon. I'm walking off with something. Huh? Oh, I'm leaving. I'm from the us. block. I'm, I'm leaving here with something. <laughs> that was my shit. Huh? I'm walking off with something. I'm from the block. <laughs> huh? You know, <laughs> while we're talking about good first impressions, you know what? who else made a really good oh, first shit. impression? I will say this. Oh. Hey, hey, hey. Hold on, hold on, Jay. What's how up? long does it take? <laughs> how long does it take? We I'm not even finished cooking that one. I'm still, I haven't even reached the pinnacle of that. I'm still finish, working finish, on that. Finish. I'm still working on that impression. That crazy, I mean, it takes you, it, it depends on who it is, man. It'll take you three plus for, like, Denzel took me three plus to get, get down. Weeks? I would say. Nah, years. nah, years. Yeah. To this, where you could feel like you could say anything. Yeah. Feels like I'm just freestyling a character and whatever it is. <laughs> You know, I mean that's what it, that's what it's all about, right? Being a thespian, just totally, you know, submerging yourself into the character. It's all about that. And once you submerge yourself into the character, you can't get out of it. A good actor can, but a bad one, he stays stuck in it, huh? I don't stay stuck because I'm a good character. I'm a Stop! good character player. I play my characters the way they're supposed to be played, huh? You got these other fools out here; they can't get out of it. You know why? Because they're not trained. They're not trained the way they're supposed to be trained, right? Huh? Okay, all right. You see? It's crazy. <laughs> Do the headphones. It's crazy. Yo, that is crazy. And you know what else I would like to say? Um, it was you and Tiana, and I met you all 2012, and y'all made a good impression for me because a couple like that, it seemed like y'all was going to be forever, and y'all are going to be forever because y'all care about each other. And I've seen relationships where it ain't like that. Huh? We ain't got to talk about entanglements. Huh? Okay. All right. You can see, you can see what a hate is just right there, right? The seething hate. Huh? But you didn't have that, huh? Y'all, it was just love. I saw it in the eyes. It was just, it was like watching Pokemon and seeing them hearts inside of those anime characters' eyes. Hmm? That's what you had, huh? Yo. Yeah, my man. That's what you had. That's what you did. That's what you did. Oh, yeah. And also, yeah, you, you know, I talk about another. Uh, oh, my God. I'll talk <laughs> about another. <laughs> another couple I saw, I, I'll say that. <laughs> I'll say that gave me that, too, that, well, they not going to break up just because they not going to break up. But mm. it's, I would say, Jay-Z and Beyonce. Yeah. I would say they. they give off that aura. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. different. It don't matter what happened. I'm not leaving him. Like, type stuff. Chicken's like, yeah, I'm who I am. <laughs> billionaire. Yeah, you know. You know, if I wasn't a billionaire, she probably would have left, you know, like, a long time ago. But, yeah. Yeah, I am who I am. Yeah. You got to allow some box to slip. <laughs> she, yeah. <laughs> I like the laughing. That always did tickles me. I, I don't know why it's not like he hasn't sold himself as like a as like Anything. a Jay Z tickle me Jay Z. Oh, he would be the rawest. Yo. No, he'd be the rawest Siri ever. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> the rawest Siri, bro. I was. Yeah, you're going the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, yo, turn. turn I said turn, nigga. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. You made it to your destination. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're welcome. You made it here because of me. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was a close one there. You almost hit that buck, but <laughs> I told you to swerve, nigga. 
Yo, Jay putting in the bid for hey, his show. Hey, man. Hey, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. As funny as these impressions are, how do you know when yeah. it's ready and it's, you know, like you're ready to unleash it on the world? When you're ready, you know, you, when you know it's ready to you know, go. You know what, man? I, I got to give. <laughs> I, what I'll do is I'll just start talking like the character. I test it. I'll talk as the character and I won't say who it is. And I'll mm. see if people will be like, yo, why are you trying to sound like such and such? And I'll be like, okay, cool. Then I'm, I'm, I'm working on it. Damn, it's that simple. It's huh? that simple. Oh, he's saying that's how he identify if he can even do it. If I get, that's yeah. how, well, yeah. And, and how, if it's, if it's ready, if it's, if people can't identify what I'm doing without me, without me saying the name, then it's, it's not a good impression, bro. Okay. I mean, there, are, there are folks who get, uh, praise for bullshit. I think nowadays. I mean, as I think that's just not just in general. Mm-hmm. I feel like mediocrity is definitely a, a virus, and it's something that um, it's because we're in love with the the hunt for just content. Period. Yeah. We'll take anything. Yeah. We'll take whatever you give us at this point because we've seen so much shit at rapid fire. Yeah. It's like once you've seen all the good shit, it's like try right. the dumb shit. Like, but <laughs> it's like if it's <laughs> if you have something that's not only uh, consumable, but it leaves it leaves a lasting a lasting mark on you. I think that's the good shit. Was there ever a time uh, a celebrity told you they ain't like your impression you did on them? Um, I have had I have had a good run on that. There there have been no there's nobody who has said that they didn't like it, it to my face. Mm. The only person who <laughs> who had a problem with it, who back in the day, and that's just because, man, I'm on SNL. I'm over exaggerating. Mm-hmm. Shannon Sharp, <laughs> <laughs> yo, he and he says he says he doesn't mind it, but back in the day when I first did it, he was at he he sent a message out, he tweeted. And he was like, do I really sound like that? Like he was, and it was like, yes, you you do sound like that. I don't believe I sound like that. Listen, here's the problem. Here's the problem. I love Jay Farrow. I think he can do everything on Person Nation that he can cook up. He's really good at these voices. But when it comes to Shannon Sharp, when it comes to Shannon Sharp and me saying skip, 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 I don't think, I don't really think he embodied the Shannon Sharp. Now, basically, he's like a Walmart version of Shannon Sharp. So like, Yo, hey, but, yo, I will. But, <laughs> why have I never heard him do Shannon Sharp? But the the only reason I would say that he didn't like it before is when I went on Weekend Update and did that, I was going for the funny, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I was over exaggerating, you know, he with the lips. Yeah. So I, on. so I, I looked like a horse when I was up there doing it. I looked like a yeah, horse. I was like, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> and I was doing all that shit. I, it was Shannon fused with a horse. That's but what it was I was because he wear that goat mask. He do that all the time with the with the bronze. With the, yeah, Real he talk. wears the goat, and it used That's to be why a bronco. You can see I was just about to say that. You yeah, can see he, used it. To be he was a bronco. bronco. It made sense. It but made sense. I over when you when you got somebody when you do when you do I beat a beat a beat. That's all. Oh, li, 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 let's skip. Let me take it one thing. Like that's yeah, that's it. That's fun. It's, it's over. Saying. It's over exaggerated. So I feel like now I feel like now when he, he invited me to a show, I'm going up there. Club, Club Shay Shay. Is that what it is? Club oh, Shay yeah, Shay. yeah. He invited you to the show. Yeah, he invited me that to the show. That nigga say anything. That nigga be like, you know, Skip, if I had another ass, 
my mama would have needed another hand. <laughs> You're like, what? <laughs> you be here's like, the, Daddy, what? Here, here's the thing is. <laughs> the thing is, skip, if my I grandmother had, told me all the time. Skip, 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 skip. A grown man can't wear no thong, skip. A grown man can't wear no thong, skip, skip. Skip, I've seen, I've seen your choices, Skip. Skip, Skip, your pants are so tight, I can see what's going on right between there. I know you like wearing a thong, but a grown man is not supposed to wear a thong. A grown man is supposed to not even tidy white. Hey, skip. I don't think nobody has a nobody has a Jay Farrow impression because people are still trying to figure out what, what I really saying? sound like. And I'm like, bro, I can't. It's easy if it's you listen East Coast to me. Front. Yeah, it's East Coast. It's front. East Coast. I'm from, I'm from the South, bro. I'm from Virginia. I'm 757, bro. You feel me? That's a... Like, if I start getting my shit, bro, I start talking like this, bro. You feel me? This is how we sound in 757. Hey, bro. Yeah. Hey, bro. For real. Hey, cuz. Cuz. Stop tripping, cuz. I, I swear to God, cuz. Bro. I'm my mom, bro. For real, bro. Bro. Y'all yeah, it's quick. Like, hey, bro. It's quick like that. Yeah, hey, bro. Man, man, go on here with that. Man, you okay? That nigga on that other shit, bro. That nigga no, on that other the, shit, The bro. rubber the legs at me. Yeah. Bro, man. Like, yeah come, come on, man. bro. God dang. <laughs> It's like oh, well. fast Atlanta. So now later, mm-hmm. I'm gonna try and get I'm gonna try and give me one cooked up. I'll see if I can give me a Jay Farrow impression. Hey man, you, what, what, what was that the accent? God dang, my uh-huh. shit. You sound like I got um, I I do I can do a got um, Georgia yeah, nigga yeah, yeah. got um, swing yeah. I got um, Oh, I got um, <laughs> Go down there, got um, round each other, rev me up, rev me up. I'll look at them, these stupid ass. I got them. Stupid ass. I got them. Um, Motherfucker. I went to school out there, got there. I got four on. five motherfuckers I call <laughs> right now. Uh, right got them now. Got them on five degrees, bro. Oh, oh, got them. It get cold out here, blistering, got them. Oh. What you talking about, sir? <laughs> got them. What you mean, sir? Tell us. The, tell amount, us. the amount of T.I. I just felt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> my T.I. levels. I ain't gonna lie. Jay finna have me try to get in my bag. Hey, I'm man. trying to do as many impressions as I can, man. Hey, look, pimp. Here the thing is, Jamon. <laughs> The thing is, <laughs> that's cool. You should be able to do whatever the fuck you want to do because they gonna follow what the fuck you say because you have your own goddamn show. <laughs> so, incapacitatorily and dubiously stated, it's so disrespectful and credulously put to the 15th power of uninterruptedness. Nigga, what? <laughs> What just happened? <laughs> so, yeah, hey, man, you got a handle on the English dictionary, oh, Tip. I ain't gonna hold you. Tell us a hey, story. Hey, pimp. Hey, the thing, pimp. <laughs> the funny thing about it is, you know, I get, I got so many kids, and I try to tell them <laughs> that what you have to put inside of your mouth is a thesaurus. Because as soon as you start eating pages of the thesaurus every day, you will just start coming out with different words and things of that sort. And then you won't have to worry about people questioning your, uh, what is it called, articulateness when it comes <laughs> when it comes to you being an educated black man. King of the South. Hey, look, pimp. That's what it is, folk. King of the South, pimp. King of the South. King of the dictionary. Also the thesaurus. Also the uh, almanac. I, I like definitely he, take them words at. <laughs> I like when he got the, what you call it? He always got the uh, the live on while he's doing it. Hey, look, <laughs> pimp. He walking around the crib. Hey, look. Uh, super casual, fragilistic, espialidocious. Also, indubiously. And a new word I learned yesterday, coquito. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, shout out Tip. Hey, you know, hey, 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 hey,
Shout out to Tip, bro. Hey, man. You know how y'all niggas Give us a story. Hey, man, that, that's that dude, man. She. Hey, man, give us a story about being discovered by and mentored by Charlie, Charlie Murphy. Murphy. Yes, Oh, uh, man. So, all right. So, when I was 18 years old, uh, November, uh, November, or was it October at the Funny Bone? October. That's when Freeze Love came down there. Freeze Love used to, used to go on the road with Charlie. Mm-hmm. And I was just right here. Man, Freeze saw me when I was 18. I'm doing my thing at Apollo night at the Funny Bone. And he said, um, he says, hey, homie, I know, he's like, I know this sounds weird, but I, I go on the road with Charlie Murphy and listen, man, I want to introduce you to because, Jay, I think you have something. I said, all right. I thought he was bullshitting me, whatever. But I noticed I had seen him from Malcolm and Eddie. I was, I was like, wow, he was Hector on Malcolm and Eddie. That's free as love. It's my OG, man. Like, like, I love him to death. Anything he needs, I, that's, that's my dude. I got him. Because, you know, if it wasn't for him, I would never met Charlie. So flash forward to um, <clears throat> February of 2007. Uh, Rich Murphy, Charlie Murphy's manager, and Freeze uh, hit me up. <laughs> they were like, yo, come down to the Funny Ball. Charlie want to see your set. I said, all right, cool. Man, I'm 19, bro. Why right, right. You know what I mean? I go down there. I used to have this uh, bit I did about Cameron and Dipset. And that shit used to kill. Like, I used to talk about the nursery ramen. And look, it's all love because it's, I have to say it's all love because they could look these things up. I know mm-hmm. they follow me now, but this was back then. You know what right, I mean? I'm right, just, right. It was an era. It was an era. Yeah. So I used to, I used to have Cameron and Jewels and all them nursery ramen. I used to have Cam come out two feet, two feet, glue feet. So. <laughs> I got potato chips with some Frito <laughs> chips. They put some pretzels in it that make a party mix. Real like talk, shit like that. real so talk. That's how he coming, though. And I had Jewels come out and do uh, <laughs> be like, Humpty Dumpty, yeah, shut on the wall, yeah. Humpty Dumpty, Tim had a great fall. Mm. All the King's horses hit, all the King's men, hey, couldn't put hump. That shit kills. So I do this, <laughs> I do this Cam Dipset shit, kills. I do the 50 Cent Jay-Z and I did somebody else I did. Charlie calls me up to the green room uh, in February, and he goes, yo, man. <laughs> yo, shit, that camera and dips that shit. Yo, man, it's funny as fuck, man. I was in my back laughing, nigga. <laughs> shit, nigga, I'm taking you on the road, nigga. You ready? And I was like, yeah. He was like, all right. Welcome, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> and then he took me on the road for oh, three years after that. Of course it went like that. Yeah, yeah. He took you on for three years. Straight up. <laughs> and I'll never forget, dog. The first place he took me to was Carolines on Broadway in New York City. One of the best comedy clubs. Shout out to everybody down there, too, man. Uh, especially Caroline, uh, Louis. Um, uh, dude. Anyway. Anyway. He takes me for the weekend. I remember it was, uh, was it May 7th through the, was it May 27th through 29th? I think it was. I think I still have the brochure. Or was it the first, or was it the 29th? It was the 29th through the 3rd of June. That's when it was. And man, I got the brochure and the third show on Saturday, I went up there, late show. Everybody's rowdy, nothing but niggas, right? Mm -hmm. I did my set. I ended with that can Ron Dips that shit. I got a standing ovation. As I'm getting the standing ovation, I ain't expect him to do that. I tripped off the stage. <laughs> I remember I walked to the back and uh, uh <laughs> and uh Charlie Murphy and Eddie Murphy's <laughs> uncle, Uncle Ray, he was sitting in the back and he was like, uh, he said, That was great, but uh we really have to work on your balance. <laughs> 
<laughs> such some OG then, shit. Yeah, and then since that's then, some Mr. Miyagi that's shit. That's some Mr. <laughs> and bro, this dude is this dude was like a he's like the zeitgeist, bro, and he's like a visionary. He said, uh, he said, let me tell you something. He's like, I'm never wrong about anybody. He says, you're gonna be bigger than Chris Rock. He's like, I don't know about Eddie. But you're gonna be bigger than Chris Rock. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, well, what the thank fuck you. Does that mean? I just, he was like, uh, Eddie Murphy's an anomaly. Yeah. I, don't know. I don't know if you're gonna get there, but you will pass Chris Rock. So, congratulations in advance. And, uh, and, and he, uh, I wouldn't know how to receive that, dude. I mean, I, I as a kid, you just all right. I mean, both of them niggas is built millionaires. Real talk, I don't, I don't care. I'm somewhere in that realm, I'm good. Between Chris and Eddie, I'm great. <laughs> what? Can't by smack way, me. I'm by the way, Chris Rock, a funny Chris Rock is that's one of the people that made me. He made me want to do it. Him, Eddie, uh, Robin Harris, Bernie uh, Mac, and Robin of course Harris. Dave and Richard Pryor. Those I, my. Friends. I've always loved Chris Rock's yeah. uh, words versus okay. his adjustment. Yeah. He can. He'll go out there and do a joke, and mm. he can tell like. If oh, it ain't working. Oh, no, he could just see on the fly, like, oh, y'all, I see what this room is. This is what y'all want. Yeah, yeah, and it'd be on the fly. <laughs> it'd be, it'd get real funny, because he'll, he'll hold on to you mm-hmm. on that one joke. He will turn that joke into 30 minutes if he oh, got yeah, to. for sure. He'll keep it rolling, and you don't get tired of it. Like, you can really tell, yeah, yeah. And you can really tell how long he's been doing it. Yeah, like, it's certain they comedians full control you can definitely it. tell how long they've been doing it versus, you know, the comic view style, where it's like, eh. You know, oh, I, I, know I do miss Comic View, man. Hey, Comic View is funny, but like to you, you know, to attest to that, uh, there's there's some comedians up there that uh, only know how to be funny certain ways. Not yeah. all of them. Real talk. Not all of them. There were some brilliant people that came from there. The comedic atmosphere right now, everybody talks about porn. Everybody talks about sex. Everybody talks about those those things. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? You got to make sure, you just got to make sure that you come and like, be as original as you can on stage and just talk about yourself. I got jokes that I do that nobody else could do yeah. because they're tailored to me. Yeah. You can't talk about, unless there's another a comedian whose name is really Jared Farrow, right. you can't do right. my shit. You know what yeah. I mean? And I, and, and I try to orchestrate my shit like that because I know if you don't evolve and you do stay on those few subjects, you will get caught in the redundant mix mm-hmm. and nobody is going to be excited when you come. I don't care. I can see. He talking about the same shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you want to you wanna distinguish yourself in a way that everybody is box office. Somebody always wants to come see you and there's something that you can do that nobody else can do. Hey, man, take it. Apply yeah. it to everything. Yep. <laughs> take it. Think it. And do it. Yeah. Sign I'm learning how to be a comedian right now, though. Hey, man. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> well, you talk about, you know, those things. Uh, what are other lessons that you learned uh, being on the road with Charlie for that long? Never lie to the crowd. Always be honest to the crowd. Always be, always be super lucid and honest with the crowd. What does that mean? That just means you, the more authentic you are as yourself and you're not... You're not everything that you're talking about. This is stuff that you're actually doing. This is stuff that you're going through. Yeah. Then people will feel that. There's, there's this. People can read disingenuousness so quick, just like they can read the truth. Mm-hmm. So you can, you can, you know when something, you know when something feels off. Mm-hmm. Like, wait a second, what do you mean? You said that that doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? 
the same way you can read somebody that's, oh man, exactly. I know exactly what you mean. It's yeah. the same fucking thing. It's the real and the fake, and 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 that can be read in everything. Forget just comedy. You talking about you being a business meeting, saying some shit. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And hey, hey, yeah. So I did this last. That's it. No, you didn't. No, exactly. And you have that, it's that set. So Charlie always taught me to be because it was one time I went on stage and, and I did a joke and I forgot the punchline or whatever. And I was like, I'm so high. He got mad as hell. You he say, like, yo, man, don't never tell them that shit, man. What's wrong with you, man? Never lie to them and say some bullshit like that, man. You don't even smoke, nigga. I make sure you don't smoke, nigga. Because you ain't going to have your mom coming up here saying, eh, you turned my son into a drug head. It's not going to happen, man. <laughs> this nigga needs So tell the truth, man. Always share the truth. And you're going to see. I'm going to get up there and I'm going to tell the truth. And you're going to see how they going to rock with me because I'm telling the truth, nigga. <laughs> but always... Always be honest with the crowd, and don't and 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 that's it. That's a that's a lesson that a couple of comedians have, have told me on the way. Just ne- always tell the truth up there, man. Always don't never lie up there because people will be able to read that shit. Yeah, and you know what? You ain't nobody wants to pay money for the bullshit show. Mm-hmm. You know I ain't gonna lie, you ain't lying because I, I I've I've gone to plenty uh, comedy shows, which I always have a good time at comedy shows, and I like like I went to the eighty five South. They little thing mm-hmm. they do now. I don't know if it's called a comedy show. I don't know what they actually call it. I think it is a comedy show. That's a, well, yeah, it starts off. It damn near like a, feels like a podcast. podcast yeah, it oh, damn near okay. sounds like they're they're doing that, and they just go off into rants and just make lefts and rights and yeah, they it's just, funny as yeah, up. they mm-hmm. just do that. Mm-hmm. But I love it because it's what he's talking about. Where it's like you feel like every show is completely up for grabs. Yep, like you walking in late can be part of that show. Like if you mm-hmm. walk in late. Oh, they're going to flame you. They're going to flame your ass, boy. <laughs> Bring your ass. Bring that ass here, here boy. <laughs> Fuck gonna, you mean, Yes, bro. and he going to stay on you. He <laughs> going to get up. Know. Yes. He gonna get, know. He DC going yeah. to get up. He might run in the crowd. Mm-hmm. They cameraman going to come in the crowd. But it's like, when you do that, it's like he said, you're adding an element of this is so real, we can't even give you a preview. Yep. Like, we can't even preview this. We got to take this city to city and fly yeah, everybody out. You can't even describe it. Like, it's mm-hmm. like you got to just go see yeah, it. Yeah, that's why I can't even call it. it. I'm sitting there trying to learn what to call. I don't even know what to call it, but that's why I appreciate comedians that will do that. Being able to teeter those lines, though, when you're looking at some of the best comedians who can do that, you look at Eddie Murphy, you look at your Robin Williams, you look at Jim Carrey. Mm-hmm. Absolutely absolutely meld themselves into the mimicry, can make you believe that there's somebody different on camera, but can make you cry in the same freaking movie. Yeah. You see, you see Mrs. Doubtfire. That's a, that's a different, that's my shit. That's unbelievable. Miss Doubtfire is a car is another person that, that Robin Williams gave life to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you can, and you read it like that. You watching this movie and it's like, yeah, he's playing a woman, but you forget he's so into the character. It's like, yo, how's Miss Doubtfire doing? That's why at the end of that movie, they have, Miss Doubtfire has their own show because it's showing you that that man was so good at that, that stand alone, he can dissect his craft and put it somewhere else and it can still thrive. Mm-hmm. That's what the best comedians you do. You see Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey can make you laugh your ass off, but he can also make you cry. For Eddie sure. Murphy, he can make you laugh your ass off or cry. And they all are great 
mimics. Yeah. All great mimics. And mm. I would say those folks, I, I would say I look up, look up and have looked up to them. Ah, I met a couple in person. Uh, well, I've met all of these guys in person. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Robin Williams surprised the hell out of me. He was, he's just a bundle of joy. You know what I mean? He, mm-hmm. he, he rapped Swiss beats, uh, uh, mm-hmm. ridiculous. You know what I mean? That song that one hand in the air, if you don't give a care, it's like that sometimes it get ridiculous. Mm-hmm. He rapped the whole verse for me, dog. His whole, I was like, you know that? He was like, oh, I'm a soul brother. Uh. Like he just, <laughs> he's, <laughs> he just Peter has Pan. this, bro. It's like the, like the way he can switch it though. Mm-hmm. And you would never know that about him. I was so, I was so blessed to be able to meet him before he passed away. Um, Eddie Murphy, when I met him, damn, my freaking whole existence was, I was like, oh, this is Eddie Murphy. Jim Carrey, he was kind of a dick to me, but he was- A lot ooh, of people say that. He I was think a, that's why he's wrong. Yeah, but he was a- I think he, he's done what kind acted, of, his, nah, he's what kind acted of his social he, shit away. It's he gone. was like, okay. Like he we know he Jim Carrey. Yeah, we were and pitching- white, so it, it hurt worse. We were pitching, like, we were pitching at SNL. Like, we got this pitch meeting that we do, and my pitch, <laughs> my pitch, I was young, dog, but my pitch wasn't good. <laughs> and he kind of burnt me in the room on it. He's like, nah, man, that's it. That's the pitch. <laughs> that's the one that's going to take you to the top. That one right there, man. It's that one. No, we don't have to listen to this anymore. He did this whole fucking performance in front of everybody. People cried. are laughing. I'm I'm physically crushed. I'm like, the uh, man that I just looked up to just kicked my ass comedically in front of everybody and there ain't shit I could do about it. You know it. what you should have did? What? You should have started flaming his ass right there. Uh-huh. I'd have flamed his ass. That's... I'd have lit Jim Carrey what ass the, up. What the fuck? Carrey. I'd have been yeah, like, yeah, what, what, what am I going to say? long chin ass out of here. Okay. Come here, boy. Okay, okay. long <laughs> ass I'd have lit his ass up. He do, got the, he do got the old Mac from Legends now, of the Head and Temple face. He now, do. Now, now, what he would have responded with, I don't know. He might have that. Yeah, he, would've, he, he probably would have went crazy. He would have been cooking. But I'm saying, I would have engaged the battle, dog. See, I was, I was sensitive. I was very, I was more sensitive. But basketball, a different ball game. Yeah. Then, then joking. I'm like, damn, it's, it's all Jim war Car- to us. It's Jim Carrey. He's, he's talking about I would have been what so thirsty say? to say a joke there. Yeah. I was. Then oh, people were laughing so too hard. Right, but what, that's him. the thing. What if he flamed? He flamed. Good. No, I not good. Learned. You just get fired. You can't come back. <laughs> what you mean? Get fired? He got fired anyway. He, he said he didn't fr- get it. No, but I'm saying if you try to challenge him and then you get everybody. cooked in front of all your colleagues. Uh, oh no. You'd be like, when did Jim Carrey talk to you? That's all you got to say. <laughs> hey man, is there any up and coming comedians that you've taken under your wing? Oh, yeah. I mean, there's a few. I always, listen, man, uh, and that goes back to Charlie uh, uh, telling me this. Make sure you pay it for it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If there's a young comedian that's coming up uh, that's trying to get this stuff out there, give them a chance. Let them do a guest spot. I always let uh, young comedians, I let anybody do a guest spot if you're funny. I'm like, yo, just I don't care. Just be funny. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So Warm them up. I would say uh, people that I'm looking at, I-, I would say somebody that's very funny that y'all have to check out is AJ Foster. That's that's my homeboy, um, uh, uh, Kristen Seville's and and Gerard Tanner. That's another one of my best friends. They do this they do this podcast called and then we had sex. Just blowing up, you know what I'm saying? And it's, then we had sex. And then we had sex. It's it's really it's really good. I would say him. I would say Alex Babbitt. Check him out. Nico White. He was just on that Pete Davidson. Um, Pete Davidson presents. SNL. 
writing is totally different. A totally different ball. I don't always. I'm not. But most of the good people on SNL are good. Oh no, they gonna have a good. So they gonna have their good roast where they just start getting off on people for sure. But I'm so, saying, Iman, what you really want to say is, listen, all the shit ain't funny all the time. <laughs> It ain't. It's not. <laughs> I'm a, that's totally what I'm it's saying. I'm right. saying some of they bits, I'll be like, whoa, bro. Like, y'all can get off that one. Go to the next one. It's hey, probably funny. Imagine enough. being on the show and watching that and being like, huh. So that's that's what made it, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be feeling like they got great roses. I'll be like, damn, saying. sometimes they take a left on me. I'll be like, that's funny. Or I'll be like, maybe I don't know the current it's, topic. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta realize that. You gotta that's know a, all the current events. Too. Exactly. And that's such a it's a it's such an institution for comedy. It's the mm -hmm. biggest institution. I ain't gonna lie though, them niggas call goes. me, I'm going on that motherfucker. Oh yeah. I'ma tell a joke <laughs> or two. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, I got jokes. Oh yeah, yeah. You got jokes and you can play characters too, and you can do impressions. I just seen you. I Low key, I low key might be able to do what I just, you know, they don't like what I do Michael Jordan, but you know, Michael, Michael, that's, he played a game of basketball. Wait, wait, wait. When I lose a sense of motivation and prove something as a basketball player, then it's time for me to move a game from the game of basketball. That sounds like Michael 50 Cent. Michael that's great. That's yeah. Oh, you never heard Michael Jordan talk. That's how he talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he does no, 50, have that. 50's more, you know, calm and it's a lot more frowning. You know, you got my toy soldiers, I wind them up, wind them up, wind them up. You feel me? <laughs> hey, sir, I'm mad. Yeah, I gotta get the laugh. I'm I mad get the laugh. he just did fifty. I'm mad like he just that. did fifty, and like you know, <laughs> he doing the job. Like because because the thing about fifty, it's not that easy to do. Yo, he doing because the you gotta you gotta like dial into him because <laughs> he's got like different he's got different um, yeah. flavors in potatoes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, and the funny part about it is, I told niggas like what a decade ago. I said I'm gonna take over television, and I did. She <laughs> did. I got look at all the shows I got. I got I got 45 shows on national television. <laughs> I got I got shows on national television. You didn't you didn't know I you didn't know I did Lauren know the SVU. You didn't know that. No, I didn't. But I but I do. <laughs> If you now tuning in, it's the bottom of We got Jay Farrell. And we're trying today. to yeah, we're trying to stay on topic, man. We're I got so to many, we got right, so many guests keep, under Jay Farrell. Yeah, it's ridiculous. He, just, he keep uh, you if know, you're now tuning in, in directions. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> hey, man, I don't okay. know which way is up. We got right, Shea so. Boy Shaman to pass out to Jay Farrell, Jay Z, Dizel. All right, okay, all right, there it is. Okay, I'm not doing this with this nigga, man. I guarantee it. I guarantee. Shea Boy Shaman, come get get your shit ready. Let me do it, huh? Shea Boy. Moisture, huh? Shea Moisture Men, moisturizing shampoo. No parabens, no soul face, no animal testing, no mineral oil. Moisturizing shampoo, huh? We start with moisture, moisturization as the foundation of everything we do. Bye bye, dollar. One formula works best for the chemistry of your hair. Infused with raw shea butter and mafura oil. This formula brings you a hydrating clean. High, high, hydrating, clean. That's what it does. If I didn't just sell all of those off the shelf, they're all sold, huh? That's right. There ain't no more left. You know why? Because Denzel said to go get it. If I say go get it, nigga, you better get it. Huh? If P. Diddy says get it, then you question it. Huh? That's right. Huh? Ciroc ain't enough, nigga. Ciroc it's ain't enough. The vote, cast the vote for who? For who, huh? You holding the vote? How the hell you gonna hold my vote when I'm voting myself, huh? Think you the black ambassador? That's what the fuck you think, right? You think you're the black ambassador? No, nigga, Denzel is the black ambassador. Huh? 
That's Denzel, right. Denzel, we're done. Huh? You know you're not. Yeah, we're done. I am not finished. <laughs> I am still going off. And give Mace his money, huh? I said it. Give Mace the payments. You give every artist their due, their just due, and we will leave you alone. But if you keep, but if you keep cheating us, we're gonna keep talking about it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Hey, uh, listen, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Listen, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to go off script. That's what I got. Look, look, let's get back on script. Let's do it. Look, I, I kill everything. That's what I got. It's just what I do. Um, uh, let's see here. Beard wise. <laughs> Yo, we start with moisturization as the foundation of everything we do. This is the same goddamn shit. I ain't That's the same. <laughs> yeah, before we got Kevin Hart, we were talking about SNL. Yeah, we were talking about SNL. I'm sorry. I'm going to go back to the show. <laughs> so. Talk a little bit more about what your oh, experience on SNL was like, oh, especially sweat. with you being the only, well, not the only, but one of the only black cast, um, cast members. You on know there. what, man? The, the infrastructure of that show has changed so much mm -hmm. over the last uh, six years. Now they have a multitude of black writers. Now they have uh, more black talent on. Um, so being... <laughs> He's still thinking about the Kevin Hart shit. Man. <laughs> so, be, coming on when I came on, it was a little, uh, it was a little clashing. And, I, I, and I'll say, I would say it was a bit of clash because the things that I did, uh, I think other comedians on the show were doing as well. Like, okay, you had Fred Armisen who was doing Obama. You had Andy Samberg who was doing the digital shorts, music videos, funny shit. I mm. always would do that shit before I got on. Um uh and then you had uh you had Keenan who was the go-to black dude. So mm -hmm. I feel like there was a few um there was a few uh flavors of opposition that I had to face while I was mm -hmm. up there. Um it got better eventually, but being on that show at 22 and not be coming from sketch, it's it's petrifying um because you're just a stand up. Mm -hmm. You know? And the experience is different because where you have people who are used to playing off of each other killing, mm -hmm. you're used to just going up and just killing by yourself. Mm -hmm. So when you do get a chance and everybody is saying a thing and you you kill, it's like, yeah, that's what that's that's how what it's supposed, supposed to do. That's yeah. what you're supposed to do. Whereas for other mm -hmm. folks, it probably meant more at that time. And I didn't see it like that because I was just like, yo, I'm just up here doing my job. And I know, I know me doing this voice or me saying this like this mm -hmm. is going to kill. But what's next? You know what I mean? And I feel like while I was up there, I stayed in the what's next instead of just allowing myself to be present. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I, and I feel in retrospect, retrospect, that was one of the, that's one of the things I would change if I was up there. If oh. if if I was still on the mm -hmm. show, I mean, shit, I did six years. Keen has been up there for twenty. You know what I mean? Um, and having the um, having the aspect of saying, oh, well, six years, seven years, yeah, that's too long. Eight years, that's too long. Actually, it's not. It's just that you leave when you leave when your career is um, uh, elevating in a different way. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, you know, don't just leave because you want to leave. Mm -hmm. You leave when you got other stuff. You got 
Revlon commercials and everything, everybody's seeing your face and all of that, and you have something solidified to go. I went off of a gamble. I did, you know, I left, I, I left and I had White Famous. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if you all had a chance to see that show, but I did it with Jamie Foxx. Um, and uh, it came out in 2017 and um, did a whole season. And uh, the checks were crazy. <laughs> but it's like, but thinking about it, thinking back at it, and I didn't really have a say in the way I was leaving. You know, it was just a mutual type of thing. Mm-hmm. But I would have said... I would have liked to stay on a few more years and build and and build out the after a little more. You know what I mean? Whereas like, okay, now I don't have to, I'm not on the road every weekend. Mm. You know what I mean? Not that I don't enjoy that because I do enjoy going on the road and doing stand-up because like I said, I feel like there's a comedian, there's a comedian now that's undiscovered that people know the OJ. They don't know what I'm doing now. They, the people that come out, they know, mm-hmm. but th- for the, uh, for the multitude of people, they just know the old shit. And the old shit, even for me, it's not good enough. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like this, this, new, this new character now, character, I call myself a character, this new artist now, I feel like this artist is good enough. This is, if, when people see this, they're going to be like, oh, this is what we've been waiting for from him. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And I have to establish that and I have to get that out. That's my responsibility. That's all on my volition. I have to, I have to do that on my behalf. And I'm working to get that done. Man, that's crazy. It's cool to be here and like talk to a comedian. That's right. like you talking about it, like how basketball players would be like, man, it's my job. Like I gotta get in the gym. I gotta get my reps up. I gotta be ready. I gotta be raw. Yep. Like, and you put that pressure same way. But I bet that's like I've never been in a comedic locker room. Yeah. But I would presume that y'all yeah. before a show would be kicking it, like trying to make sure each other's straight for the show. Yep. Like, Yo, what you doing, y'all? Cool. Oh, yeah, nah, that's funny. I've been I've been thinking about this joke. What you think about it? I run my shit past my friends all the time. You know uh, what I'm saying? Damn, I'm like, so is that like crazy? Like right before a show, is it like just nonstop? Like you like, damn, niggas got that shit tonight. Like, hey, you, <laughs> I'll tell you like this. When you see somebody go up there and they flank, they crushing. You better, you better be Nero, ready mm-hmm. to burn the whole fucking city down. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. You better be ready to to get up there because if yo if your opening acts is showing you up, that ain't good. I like having people who are good before me, like great, so I can get up there and be like, all right, you got so pressure on yourself. What you else can I do? Yeah, <laughs> I got. I like. I don't want to be. I don't want to be this. I don't want to do it by the blueprint tonight. All right, cool. All right, where can we go? Like my. My homeboy AJ, and that's that's why I say you gotta watch out for him. AJ Foster, very funny, but he'll go up there, he'll do some shit, and I'll be like, "Oh, that's what we doing tonight." Okay, mm-hmm. I was like, "Okay, well, watch this nigga," and I will get off stage. He'll be like, "Yeah," I'll be like, "Nigga, you made me do that." <laughs> 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 no, I probably wouldn't even pull mm-hmm. that out. It's like somebody dropped. Like if a nigga drop, if he dropping twenty threes, you'd be like, "All right, nigga, I'll, I'll do 25. So how do you grow as a performer in comedy? Always. Never feeling like you can't learn anything else about it. Always, always feeling like there's something that you can improve and make better. And like Kevin Hart has that mindset. And he's one of the, he's one of the best people Does for that. Does he ever say no to anything? I think Kevin Hart might take every single job. He, and now he's got his own shit where he's pushing yeah. his own movies, right? Yeah. He's, he's pushing his own yeah, movies. he's pushing his own shit now. So now it's just really up. But I mean, for a while there, he was doing like Everything. every commercial, every slogan. But that's, I mean, that's that's a testament what type of businessman he is and um, the, the leap of successes that he has had over 
two decades. It's just being able to being able to take whatever and make it your own and say, whatever opportunity I get, there's some good in this. It doesn't matter what the fuck it is. Mm. I can, oh, okay, they got me doing, and from his aspect, they got me doing the HBCU tour. All right, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to get the emails of all of these people, and I'm going to keep letting them know when I come to town because they're going to grow. As they're growing, they're going to want it. They're going to want to tell other people, and they're going to bring those folks out as well, and I'll get those people that they bring out uh, email list, and it would just keep growing. That's what Kevin did. Kevin always used every situation to his advantage. And I think that that that's a testament to his success. And um, he's always saying when he gets on stage, he wants to become better. Mm-hmm. And I have that same mindset. I don't give a fuck what I'm doing. I don't care how old I am. When I get on that stage, if I if if I could be better than I was the the show before or the day before I am evolving I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to do right. and if I'm if I'm not then if I'm getting worse then nigga I need to go to rallies <laughs> you know what I'm saying go to rallies, go to rallies. <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> stop so make make some big Bufords for some some of my bitches you understand what I'm saying but you have to the mindset and that's Somebody that, that told him that before. What? Oh, somebody told you you go to rallies? No, no somebody told me. you that. Oh, somebody, yeah, yeah. Nigga. Burlington. He's no. like, I wasn't the only one. Somebody told you too? Oh, yeah. Burlington. Burlington for me. Burlington Coat Factory. I've come a long way, I brother. I got Burlington Coat Factory. Y'all used to hit me up. You feel me? Live mechanics hoodie. That's where I first got them LRGs at, LRG yeah. in the back. You we know had, what time it is. We had so much LRG. We used to have to put that bitch in like, in like chains and shit because people would, people would try to come in and take the shit. <laughs> yeah, they'd flip. There would be people flipping. Uh, They would flip the tags and all of that shit. This, how the hell are you going to buy? Gucci is $5.99, my nigga. $5.99. I mean, I understand $5.99, but really, five, they'd be like, hurry up, hurry up. Because I used to, I used to like, Ring fast, so they mm. love coming to my shit because they'd be like, "Oh, he ain't gonna see it," but my nigga, I'm quick. I'm, <laughs> I'm quick too. I was like, mm, "Oh, they switching the tag." Over. I was like, "Wait a second, this ain't." I said, "This ain't, ain't, ain't no, yeah, this ain't no L R, this ain't no L R G right here, <laughs> nigga. This is this is a ticket for a candle, booster <laughs> for a candle." <laughs> you said boost, young booster, yeah, young <laughs> booster, the young boosters, yeah, man. The ones ready to drop it all and run. Absolutely, oh, absolutely, um, absolutely. But getting back to what we saying, because I know, I know, we go off on tangents oh, and yeah, things yeah. of that sort. That always try to get, always get better. Oh, never feel like you've learned all you need to learn about anything. Yeah, keep practicing. That's that how crap. you keep getting, you always become better. On a serious note, uh, you talked in an interview about depression and turning Absolutely. to alcohol to cope. Uh, describe the journey of healing yourself. Wait, 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 alcohol to cope. What was Coke, you said? Cope. 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 Thank you. Yeah, I was about to say, I ain't never touched that He said, shit. he went, he's like, alcohol to coke. Coke, wait a minute. You alcohol, alcohol brought up. As far as I went. Yeah, as far as I went. I was like, you got, you got the wrong comedian up here. Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, yeah, yeah, describe that journey of healing yourself and um, what do you turn to now if ever feeling that way again? You know, people, a lot of people discuss a relapse of depression yeah. and falling into those spaces. If knowing that you fell into alcoholism, what is it? Now that you say this is my positive vibe, um, to get out of it, man, um, and it's and you have to forgive me, man. It's been it's been a minute since I've been. Yeah, I don't want to put you back in. No, that no. Place. I, but listen, I have 
I have traveled there so many different times in my life. It's mm. like, I'm not, it doesn't hurt me to go back. Of course, you know that cold feeling you get up here. Like, that's right. That That's in that top ab but that you got. You know, that tight, cold mm-hmm. feeling. Of course, I've had that. But I grew up being... Man, I was joked. I was, I was, I was picked on. You know what I mean? I got, I got picked on from six to seven, uh, essentially six to seventeen. Uh, seventeen, probably not as much. That was my senior year. People, bounced Damn, bro, I would have looked out for you. Oh, I know you would have. You been straight. You would have followed up. You would yeah. hit somebody. You know what I mean? Yeah. And same way here. If you going through somebody, I know I'm you want to press. For you. Yeah, you want yeah. to press. They they used to mess with your boy. That's crazy. Right? They so, used to mess with your they boy. They used to mess yeah, with your I'd boy. I would have looked out for my dog. Man. Bro, I don't know why they did him like that. I'm telling you, man, because I I come from a weird background, man. Like, I'm a, I'm a church kid. Like, really mm. uh, uh, super polite, just... You know what I mean? Very, very amicable with folks. So that type of energy just shifted over into the public school system. They don't like that shit. They said it shifted over into the public school oh, no, system. They gonna run all over. You that. know what I'm saying? You get what? They gonna put you in their pocket. You you get what I'm saying though? We're like, man, what the fuck? Like, what? <laughs> fuck this bitch ass nigga talking about, bro? Like, man, you get the fuck out here that night, hey, bro. I don't, like nice. yeah, I don't it. like you, bro. Here's, here's my here's old me. But why? Right. Why don't you like me? I didn't do anything to you. I just don't like you. That's how people right. were to me. And huh? you like you like, damn, so if I'd have called your ass a big head ass little boy, you'd have <laughs> thought I was cool yeah, ass. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Like, cool ass. Yeah, I, yeah, nigga, you should, I should have done that shit. Man, it's man, shut man. Okay, you got them. <laughs> You can't you got them long ass nostrils, oh, nigga. Bro. I should have done that shit. But you know, I was I was not I was all, I was really insecure, bro. I was so insecure. It was my body. My mother had hips. My father had a butt. I got both. I had to continue, bro. I I got sexually harassed. It was a lot of shit happened to me, man. Wait, what? Yeah, man, I got I got harassed. <laughs> yeah, by 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 the girls my age and the old dudes in my neighborhood. That shit was weird, bro. Bro, what? Shit was weird, bro. Weird, bro. Yeah, look at that ass. Nigga, what the fuck you looking at my ass for, nigga? Bro, yeah, you're, you're, a, you're a man. I'm going I'm home. Grown I am man. a boy, baby. <laughs> I am a boy. <laughs> pimp, pimp down. Pimp in distress. Uh, excuse me. I can't. I would be remiss if I didn't do this the correct way. So I had to take this off just so I could hear and make sure I was in the pocket of Cat Williams, which I am. So, um... I am a boy, Damon. Excuse me. Did you piss on me, nigga? Like, yo, bro. Okay, so anyway. Okay. So I lost 75 pounds. I've had a deal like 10, bruh. 10 to 15 impressions today, dog. Bruh, I lost Sweet. 75 pounds when I, was, when I was 17. I lost what? 75 pounds in three and a half, four months. Because I was so depressed, I looked in the mirror and I said, I said, if I don't get rid of this fat, I'm going to kill myself. I remember saying that shit. It was, a, it was a darkness, bro. I had over me for a minute. I finally lost that 75. I, that, my senior year, I went from a 2.4 to a 3.06. I graduated with honors. It was a lot of shit I was changing, bro. Mm. So so you just completely 360. Just, I just 360 myself. Just like, and that's the, that's the play on my name too. Jay Farrow and Jared Farrow. Jared Farrow, yeah, that's me. That's my government. But Jay Farrow is my identity. You know what I mean? Like that guy is... That's the king. Mm-hmm. Jared Farrow literally means, well, Farrow, F-A-R-O-W, means a litter of pigs. Pharaoh means royalty. It's the, it's the literal, like, P 
pigs are the lowest creatures. You know what I'm saying? They're considered the lowest creatures biblically. Mm-hmm. So to go from that to Jay Farrow, that was the change. And I started getting girls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this nigga is crazy. I started getting girls, that man. That PH, Yeah, man. man that All P- PH. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so how do I cope with it? How do I cope with it? And how do I keep myself afloat not going back to that? Um, well, professionally, when I got older, I dealt with it because I did get depressed mm-hmm. a few years ago. I was. I didn't realize it. All the SNL, white famous, and then uh, just uh, shit getting canceled and me not seeing what I was expecting to see. That shit, it depressed me, but I was so, I was on go mode. So I didn't even. I didn't even adhere to it. I didn't even like tap into it. I didn't sit into it. We talk about that a lot, like how us as black men usually have that defense mechanism in place for so long that you don't know at a certain point when you're making these type of choices or you're thinking about changing, you don't know what you've done. Yeah. So it kind of makes it, you know, the effect on everything kind of worse in a way. So at at 17, it was it was just like for my life, I I cope with it. I was like, I have to change this. And when I got older, I guess it just turned into throwing myself into work and, um, you know, kind of covering everything. But the pandemic finally allowed me to sit down and just realize, yo, fuck, yo, some fucked up shit has happened over these last few years. And I'm not, I haven't even dealt with it. I've just. I ain't had no time. Yeah. I've just been. No. Yeah. And I've just been going. I've just been going, going, going and going and going. And now that I'm sitting here, oh, holy shit, I'm depressed again. Fuck. I didn't even realize I was falling into this. And my mother was there. I hugged her. Couple of tears fell. All good. All good. But then I got myself, I got myself together because I realized, I had to realize it. I had to realize that something was wrong. And then I was like, okay, well, let me go ahead and try to get myself back to me. How do I do that? Shit. Just positive, just having positive shit around me, man. And then the perspective, having the high perspective. When I say high perspective, I'm saying like, listen, man, you're alive. You're breathing. You don't have any diseases. Your family is good. That, that should be enough for you every day to, to keep you in a good, even state of mind. Because there are a lot of people that don't have that. Mm-hmm. There are people out here who have lost, who have lost family members. There's people out here who are constantly sick. It's people out here who will not get a chance to try again tomorrow. You have that opportunity. So you should be happy as hell because you're getting the opportunity again. So that, there we go. Oh, my mama. Yeah, man. <laughs> hey, man. Which one of y'all niggas that interviewed this nigga and got a serious explanation on some shit? I know I'm one of the first. He's giving something. No, he's giving something. I know I'm one of the first, man. But these gonna go viral, niggas. Look, look, <laughs> look, <laughs> look. Hey, man, we talked about you getting harassed by the cops 2020. Um, walk us through that moment and what that experience taught you. And also, what do you, when you do speak on that for the young man in that position, what is your message? All right. Um, okay, so a <clears throat> couple of things to sift here. Um, first, what I learned from the uh, situation is uh, <laughs> being black in America is being black in America. It don't matter who the fuck you are. It don't matter. It don't matter what you've been on. It don't matter what you've done. It don't matter who you know. 
being black in America is exactly that. The problems that have um, cursed generations is still cursing generations. It's still there. Hasn't changed. We talk about it, but it hasn't changed. To the young men, I would say, you all need to be as knowledgeable of the law as you can be. So when these folks come out here and they and you are put in a precarious situation, they can't pull anything over you because you'll know the law. Mm-hmm. Be like, well, you can't do this because Article One of blah 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 says this. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying equip yourself, equip yourself with knowledge for the young man, and also keep your eyes open. And everybody around you is not your friend. People can smile mm-hmm. with you one minute and be and have you on the ground the next minute. I never had any problem with the police officers. Never had any problems with them when I was growing up. I never got a ticket. I never broke the law and got caught. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm just saying. So from that, coming from that narrative and being and and seeing things like that my whole life, how do you prepare for something like that? Yeah. You can't. You just have to equip yourself with enough knowledge and you have to, in the situation, if you are put in that situation, you can't act irrationally because at the end of the day, your life is what you are trying to save. Mm -hmm. And I look at God helping me in that situation um, by him orchestrating that, that app that I had. I had this thing called the Run Tracker app. Tells you to run for 20, walk for two. Run for 20, walk for two, right? Mm-hmm. I got my Bose headphones on. I'm running down Ventura at first. The app told me to slow down and walk. Luckily, mm-hmm. it told me to walk through that situation. It like you running away. Because it would have looked like I was running away from the situation. And if you run from a police officer and you're black, the chances of you surviving. On road. And even if you're in the middle of running, if I'm in the middle of running and the first thing I see is y'all running this way or guns drawn, I'm you're running gonna, faster. You're going to run gonna faster. You're not going to stop. Yeah, Instinct is not going to say, take my headphones off. It's like, get out of the line of sight. They finna shoot somebody. It yep. ain't me. Yeah, that's it, and that's what was crazy when you kept saying that on the on the video. You yeah. like, I'm thinking they going to the next guy. Yeah. I know they coming to get this nigga over here somewhere that I can't see. I'm going to just get down out the way. Because it ain't Jared Farrow they coming after. Not Jared. Jared? At this point. I ain't never broken the law in my life. I've never done anything wrong that you caught me for. I always always felt like uh, when they they do pull you over, anything happen like that, like if if it ever gets to that point, my first thing, I just be like, yo, sir, just put the cuffs on me. Just cuff me. Because for some reason, when y'all cuff somebody, y'all feel like y'all got the power. Just cuff me, bro. I don't even care. I'd much rather deal with it in court. Like, bro, I'm cool. When they they unsnap them buttons on that pistol, like the moment I hear it or see them doing it before they even get up here to take my license. It's like, bro, you ain't even got the license. You already got it on now? You popped him up? Um, No, Joe, you cocked it before you left the station. I'm cool. And that's what I hate, dog. You got it, bro. I'm way taller than you. You got it. You see an officer coming up to the car automatically like this. They're standing at a distance like you're going to do something. You ain't got nothing in the car on you. They touching the back window, looking all in the back car. I'm like, man, they think I'm hot. I'm cool. This is... It's a nice car. Is yeah. it new? Yeah, it's a Nissan Versa. What the fuck? <laughs> that's literally that's literally my album. My album is entitled This Car Ain't Stolen. And it's literally me preaching on being 
it's like an intro for the world to realize like I'm a grown up man, yeah. and this is this is the dude y'all said y'all fuck with. Like this is what I went through. This is shit I'm on. But no matter what, making it to the league, ooh, up the bam. If I'm driving a nice car, it must be stolen. If I'm driving a van. Right. We took our mom's car and we joyriding. Right. If I had a broke Honda, it's suspicious. Right. Every car I drove, it's an issue with it. Like, yep. it's basically you just telling me, like you said, it's a fact. I'm just a black man in America. Yep. No matter what I a, do. And that's the idea behind my album. And I hate to put it like this, but just, a, just another nigga in a car. Real mm -hmm. talk. That's Straight literally up. what it is. And it's like, the cool thing about it is, like you said, now weaponizing yourself to sit in that car confident, like, before y'all even pull up. Yep, yep. License, registration. Where you headed? That's what I give. I give them the, I'm yeah. not discussing my day. Or I hit, or I hit them with this. <laughs> I got the right to remain silent. Mm -hmm. I got the right, the rights. <laughs> I got the key, the key, the key. And I got the right, the right, the right. Just the pause, you just stopping. So where you going? You know, it's a guy, it was a guy in uh, World up. Star Hip Hop. Lock Love me up. some World Star Hip Hop. Right. Guy on World Star Hip Hop said he's a lawyer. He got pulled over at a stop. He was like, and I'm going to show you. So many of us don't know our rights or anything. I'm going to show you what you're actually supposed to do if you seriously do not know what you were pulled over for. Mm -hmm. And he handed the license and registration, and he sat there quietly. And the guy tried to engage in all type of weird, talking about what they was looking for that day, all type of stuff. And he, he just stared. Was quiet. He mm -hmm. just stared at him. They went, ran his stuff, came back, kept talking to him. He was like, Am I being detained or am I free to go? They looked at him. They went, stood there, brought another officer, argued, said the guy won't. He's sitting here acting like I'm not talking to him. It's disrespectful. Said all this other stuff on the radio. Waited like another five minutes, handed him his license and registration back. He drove off. He said, it's literally, you're right, but they're not going to tell you that until after they give you the ticket. Wow. Well, no, 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 no. They tell you that? Not, not, people, after, not, yeah. after, not after they give you a ticket, after they put you in cuffs, and then he drove off. But they also know the fear factor that goes into that. They know that when they start doing the things that we describe, like reaching at the waist and stuff. Yeah, you start to just answer. say anything. And yeah. not just that, like, you just want to get out of the situation. Yeah, so, so you're, you're going to start telling them shit. Oh, you sir, think I'm, they just going, know, I'm yeah. just going down the street to get lying. some chips. They know that. Yeah, I just right. wanted some chips, and I just, <laughs> man, you will say anything. And now I bought a gun. I don't. I don't know why I, I got that gun happened. in here. Yeah, I don't know what happened. <laughs> but it that. says it's in your name. It's not mine. It is. It, it's <laughs> what is it? It's legalized bullying. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. But you know what it is though. And I and I'm trying to get a lot of. My mama says I shouldn't say this, but fuck that. I'm gonna say it. It's a game. Absolutely. When you think about it like this, as a black man, it's a game. Accept that it's unfair. Just accept it. But in all games, bro, we be wanting to win. Every game I've played, I've wanted to win the game. And I've come into the game like, man, the refs probably be blah, blah. But it don't stop me from wanting to play the next game. True. Like, I always felt like the teams I've been on, it's like, bro, the refs always, man, they always cheating us and they want to do this and they ain't call that. They be cheating for dude. But it'd be so much sweeter after you beat eight than when you beat just the five. You know what I'm saying? True. You beat the refs too and they city and they, like, we beat y'all whole city and we went out and hung out with y'all peoples and they was kicking it with us super hard. Mm -hmm. So it's like, take on the game, but it's like you said, get your reps in. Learn the rights. Learn your, 
everything about the legal system. Learn what you're supposed to do when they, what you have, what you're required to do when they do a traffic stop. Jay, what are you working on improving in your personal life? Oh, man. Um, right now. I can tell you. Damn it, man. I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. I just hate that it has to do with with, uh, with ladies, shit. It's a, uh, that's fine. That's fine. No, no. Hey, what Charlie Murphy tell you? Yeah, Don't I'm, get out here a lot of these people, man. <laughs> okay. What'd he tell you, man? So what Charlie truth. tell you, man? I'm working on... Right? I'm working... Tell you motherfuckers something. <laughs> I'm going to say something. You know, because some real shit, you know. Oh, real shit. Because motherfuckers don't be listening, you know. I'm going to say the real shit. I'm going to tell you one motherfucking thing, you know. Um, I'm going to work. Uh, as far as ladies go, man, I am trying to work on my patience, man, because I know I am a cutthroat dude. It's just I don't give chances, and I'm trying to give chances. Yeah. Send them to a cooking class. Yeah. yeah. Or do yeah, some time to Bag you up from Harlem and try Try and see if you get out of that They can't one. all cook. Boy, they ass crazy. Some of them burn a lot of stuff. You know what? Hey, you know what? For, the, the ladies always going to be the man. Forget that. Forget that. <laughs> I'll, give you some, I'll give you some real shit I'm trying to work on. Uh, I am trying to really work on um, being better as a... Okay, so the ladies. <laughs> no, 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 no. I am really trying to. I, I'm, I'm really, I, I'm really trying to up myself as, as far as just being a man goes. As far as like just, and I've been working on this. A couple of things I've been working on. My father's a handyman. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? My father, he, he owns, got real estate, owns townhouses, all this. He knows how to fix everything. Yeah. So I have been working on being able to fix things yeah. you know what i mean i'm not on everything but you give know. me a range of the things you can fix right now uh okay so what like, I'm, about to do, like, I'm about to do the car i'm about to take the carpet out the car and the seats out of a car you about to do that Clearly, redo the car yeah redo the car seat yeah. and then... i can't help you with that i <laughs> couldn't help. you wouldn't try that though right what no 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 not i wouldn't try that why i wouldn't try because i don't know i don't that's know. outside his di that's outside route. right now cars Cars is something I cars is something I can't work on now. Fixing now, as far as fixing stuff, fixing fixing chairs, fixing tables. Uh, I was saying, you just got right with the nail and the hammer. Yeah, I just got you right just with the nail right. and hammer. So putting so putting things to, like like I'm putting shit together. They got a stable though. Stable that got a stable, things. and it's not. And we ain't talking about no goddamn uh, IKEA type shit. This is like actual. Oh like, yeah, like you need instructions. No, right. you say, oh you saying no instructions? No instructions. This, I'm this I'm, shit that you got to put together. I'm fixing shit. Yeah. I know. Oh, like, oh, that's why I said okay. like nail wooden shit. That it's like nigga here go four legs a table. Put that shit together. Come yeah, on. I can. Yeah, that. Gotcha. Type, yeah, I'm fixing. You know, and also like electronic shit too, man. Like you know, I uh, putting the wires together. Putting shit. the wire. You know, wiring. I'm getting. I'm. I'm learning how to wire. Uh, and these are these are skills I could have learned years ago. But I didn't, I wasn't tapped into it because I wanted to do the entertainment thing. And it's mm. like, look, when you realize. I be telling him this shit. He learned hella shit that he can do that I just yeah. be like, bro, I ain't all them years. I was just hooping and shit. Yeah. If I would have broke my leg, nigga, I would have learned how to do everything you niggas did. But, like, he, but here's it. You got hurt and didn't learn shit. The funny thing. <laughs> Didn't learn a damn thing. Y'all, y'all, y'all niggas is funny. <laughs> you ain't learn shit. Y'all like Ray and Claude. <laughs> this is what he's I mean about mm -hmm. doing the podcast, your brother. You can say some bullshit. They go out right on it. Mm -hmm. He said, "Yeah, I've been watching. I know what you look. I know what you're thinking. I want to know what the plan is. 
I ain't thinking about shit, Ray. I ain't got no fucking plan, Ray. I know what you're thinking. Mm-hmm. And I know it. <laughs> I hope you piss the bed, Ray. Well, if you do, I'm going to throw the sheets on you then. <laughs> Y'all That's like it. Ray and Claude, yeah. man. That's it. Y'all like Ray and Claude. Um, but you, you realize all of this shit that you neglect to learn when you're younger, eventually, some point in your life, you're going to have to learn this shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not, okay, everybody's not going to be an astrophysicist. Everybody is right, not right. going to be a fucking uh, a botanist or a fucking, or a fucking marine biologist or a, a, a neurosurgeon. But the basic skills that, as far as being a man goes, eventually, you're going to have to learn that shit. Yeah. Eventually. You know what Especially I mean? Especially when you got a girl at the crib. Yeah, and, and if and you don't if you want make her, some little girls. Yeah, and if you don't want, if you don't want, you don't want another nigga coming. Yeah, exactly. You don't oh. want, you don't want a handyman coming in. Hey man, every show I like to tap in with the fans on social media to answer some of their burning questions that you don't get to ask because the giant just didn't walk past you. So yeah. Ari, which question do we have today, and where is it from? From IG today and uh the question is from at mrs brown 622 and they ask iman who is your favorite comedians growing up hey miss brown um uh, <laughs> hey miss brown how you doing man lady 622 how you, how you doing man lady <laughs> um who are my favorite comedians i could tell you one arnez oh hell arnez j was funny as hell That's still funny as fuck. oh my god <sighs> um Arnez J, I say Chris Rock. I say Bernie Mac. Hell yeah. And probably Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx has always been like a really, I don't know, like a, I, I didn't that's realize. Your, that's your era too, though. I don't, yeah, I didn't realize how person. much Jamie Foxx I knew. Like <laughs> when people like go down a list of stuff and yeah. or they talk about stuff, like I seem to know a lot of Jamie Foxx shit. What the fizzle? What the feasy? Even mm. even uh uh Eddie Murphy. Like yeah. people, you can't sneak a Eddie Murphy line past me. Like I get down with it. Boomerang. We go through movies like people could throw them random lines in there, and I'd be like, "Oh, you seen Boomerang?" People, like, oh shit! Oh, yeah. I'm like, bro, I love Eddie Murphy. Like, I didn't realize I loved him. I didn't realize I could watch Nutty mm. Professor now and just be like, bro, what the fuck am I? Here I'm watching go. this nigga play like ten people. Here you go. I I I I I want the knife. <laughs> I want the knife. What is it? What Please. Is it? What? He's showing you oh, up. Come on, He's man. Showing you oh, up. What? You know what that is. I, I'm, I'm saying though. I'm not. I'm I not. want the knife. I don't know that. He I don't know that. Know too. I don't know that. Golden okay. Child, All right, bro. Golden Child, bro. Oh yeah, I haven't seen that long enough. Oh, oh, that's God. a little too far man. back. That's a little too far back <laughs> for me right now. That's a little too far back. I would have to see that movie. I haven't seen that movie in so long. And we used to watch that movie all the time. But I haven't watched it since I had a VHS player. I ain't going to lie to you. I got the, now, I got the knife. Now, listen. now turn on the goddamn lights. <laughs> <laughs> now, now what's Bro. sick is we did used to watch that movie all a ton. The time. I know. I know. I that. Eddie, I'm fucking, yes. fucking sorry, bro. Yeah, you are sorry. I'm you don't have to get him sorry, get him No, I get, no, I get Jay you, pre- Jay has pretended to be at least 12 people today, so forgive me, my nigga. <laughs> so he's confused. Forgive me, my nigga. I didn't know. He could have been freestyling sorry. for all the fuck I knew. I'll save you. We'll yeah. just go to Jay. Who was some of your favorite <laughs> comedians growing up? Uh, man, like, I, 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 I put the list out there, man, but, uh, but for sure, um, for animation-wise, when I was younger, Robin Williams. Hmm. Uh, acting, uh, 
Jim Carrey. And I'm uh, bogus for not naming Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey too. My yeah. bad, Jim. Jim Carrey. Um, oh, you gotta put uh, you gotta put Will Smith in there. Um, just <laughs> because he's. I mean, because he was funny in movies. Yeah. Will Smith is super talented. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm oh no, yeah, without yeah, a doubt. But yeah, Will Smith yeah. always <laughs> he just got moments just, in time. Moments. I just love it. I love, I love the time. Will Smith cry and the Denzel cries. They got yeah. two cries oh, that man. I believe, bro. Hey, I, love I believe them both. Hey, Denzel, bro. Denzel is Denzel is the goat. Before we let you go out of here, hey, you didn't, I didn't even answer the question. <laughs> I didn't even answer your question. I didn't finish answering your question. You gotta let me answer the question, huh? The question was, who do you look up to? As far as a comedian goes, when you were younger, who did you look up yeah. to? But I'll, I'll, I'll say it again. I'll say uh, Eddie Murphy. I'll say... Uh, <laughs> say Richard Pryor. I'll say uh, Man, Bernie a- Mac. I'll say uh, Robin Harris. Bebe's kids, huh? huh? Mm-hmm. You got to have Bebe's kids. Huh? Yeah. We don't die. We <laughs> what? Multiply. We, we multiply. multiply. My nigga, you know the lingo. Yeah. Okay, all right. <laughs> also, uh, what you got to put in there? You said Chris Rock. I said yeah. Chris Rock. Chris yeah. Rock. Put Chris Rock in there. Dave Chappelle. And uh, Dave. I apologize, Dave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. And um, <laughs> apologize to Chris too. Also, Chris Rock. I thought I named Chris. No, I should have put Chris Tucker in there too. I'm bogus. But hey, I was Chris, trying to do like oh, a yeah, Mount Rushmore for movie. Too. He don't got. I mean, Chris. Chris has a stand up now, but when he was like. When I don't he like was coming up, cursing Chris. You should go back to the violent curse. I don't oh, know. It was just something about yeah. the frequency of it. Because he didn't care. That was that was him. Yeah, he was so Def Comedy Jam. Yeah, that yeah. was Def Comedy Jam, Chris. Yeah. Chris Tucker. Yeah, I was too young, nigga. I couldn't see it. Go back to the cursing. Yeah. You can yeah. see it now. You too, man. You too. I could you pay for, to go now, though. I wanted to say a joke about me. Like, don't let me come to the show and I don't like if I come to the show, like, I like to get joked though. I like to be part oh, of it. Go to Shack shit. They'll roast you. <laughs> they'll, yeah. they'll roast you. It's uh, all star comedy jam. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. All star yeah, comedy jam. Uh, every, every guest will roast you. Yeah, there's a few it. of them, though. There's a, <laughs> there's a few of them joints you go to. You come to the Martin tour. I do I do lit as No, that's what I'm saying. I'm about to come. I'm about to come pull up. Yeah. I got you, dog. I don't, I don't, I no, we're really pulling up no to more. that. Yeah, we really My hoop schedule was fucking it up for y'all, but I'm going to be at them bitches. Nah, I ain't got a job like and that. You are open to flame, and you <laughs> are open to flame him. Ah, and you see him in the, you see him in the to crowd. Flame, flame him. For sure, flame me up. I'm it's like, a tough job. Who the fuck? I said, nigga, these Harriet Tubman braids, nigga. You can't look at them silly from the color purple. Hey, yeah, got L. Hey, before we got L, let you get up out of here, got L. Anything you want to promote, got L. Put on the spot, plug, got L. Hashtag. Look, I still trying to cry. God dang it. Let's uh. Let's see here. Yeah, let's I go just, down the line. Let's, I don't, let, let's talk about sure. it, all right? Yeah. I got a movie coming out uh, with, uh, there with Tim's story. Also, my homeboy, Senqua Walls, Jermaine Fowler's in that. Oh. Uh, also, that's called The Blackening. Um, the Blackening. Blackening. Get ready for it. Yep. I got another movie I did with Anderson Park, Her, Meryl Streep, Ice Cube. Um, Wait, it's Anderson Park? It's not Pac? Well, I say Park. Is Pac. it Pac or Pac? Is it Pac? I think it's Pac. Oh, uh, I've been calling him Pac Man. It's the spelling. Say, yeah, it's the spelling. Christ. Throw everybody out. I've been doing it wrong. Oh, so <laughs> yeah, no, it's Pac. Okay. Anderson okay. Pac. <laughs> my bad. Anderson Pac that talk like this now. Uh, he got that shit. Oh, bro. Um, yeah, I swear. It's just that his teeth. Be, I gotta make Dunkey. my lips Freddy smaller. Donkey. Yeah. He got the donkeys. He got the, the yeah. I've already seen it. Though. Good I can't God. unsee the meme. I can't unsee it. <laughs> Um, I got that movie's coming out. That's called uh, well, that's that that's what the fuck. That's gonna be one that comes out. Oh, Gore Vimbinski, also uh, Pirates of the Caribbean director. He did that one. Fine. Um, uh, biopic coming out. The Motown. Uh, what was Buddha Records, Casablanca Records biopic. 
Spinning Gold. I'm Cecil Holmes in that. Let's go, bro. Uh, was that Neil Bogart's right man? And uh, I just had a uh, Two Minutes of Fame is now available on Netflix. They just put it up there. You can two check Minutes that of out. Fame. Yep. Go check, check it out, it man. Out. Okay, also, man. My dog is working right now. Hey. Go ahead, keep it going. I ain't also, stop you, we ain't bad. stopping. Also, uh, Good Times. They're doing the. Um, they're they're remaking that. Shut uh, up! I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, Shut I'm up! You JJ got It's animated. It's animated, but you know it's not not a it don't matter. Okay, you better put it on. It don't matter. Put this shit on. It don't matter. All right, so that take us down. Also, I remember that I'm a '90s kid, but I know I know that now. Since you're a '90s kid, you're gonna enjoy this. You remember Dedrick Tatum on The Simpsons, the Mike Tyson character. No, the guy to play Mike Tyson. You don't remember Dedrick Tatum? He he was a Mike Tyson. He was a, he was a Mike Tyson character on The Simpsons. He was a Mike Tyson guy. Oh, oh you're not wait a Simpsons minute, guy. wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold on, I, but I watched The Simpsons enough. If he was one, he wasn't a member. Old episode. He's yeah, like he one was, or two episodes in or shit. He's not like a regular. I mean, character. He's, old he comes in. Yeah, he comes. They pepper him in yeah, there. Yeah, oh, okay, yeah, okay. He's not yeah, all the time. But anyway, since since they're doing the whole diversity thing now, I'm him and. <laughs> me now it's me now <laughs> also I'm on Family Guy too man so and I, I write up there from time to time shout out to everybody over there and uh, I'm on the show as well that's uh, awesome man and what else I got coming out god dang it it was something else that's about to drop oh man I can't even tell you this shit's about to drop man but when you see it uh, you Don't just gonna see it when you see it but because I'm not I, I can't I'm not supposed to you legally can't contractually talk right yeah. talk about I got it. you I got you but <laughs> yes. oh but it's coming it's keep yeah. the cameras rolling yeah he might Always. make a mistake <laughs> yeah. the Diddy shit <laughs> listen playboy playboy listen listen playboy listen I gotta say I gotta say a couple things to you I, I, I know that you're doing your thing and I appreciate that playboy I appreciate that I've been watching you since you were like in your early 20s yeah, yeah. And I've been watching. You know what I'm saying? Because that nigga always licking his lips when the rant, we be talking about niggas. I don't get that shit. But you know he do that. Nigga, do you, do you, come on, man. Well, let's let's stop, say what man. it is. Let's, hey, let's, don't stop. Hey, hey, if you're not tuning in, this is the amongst men. Today in the studio, we done had Jay Farrell. I don't know if you watched the Cut whole episode, mic. but Cut it was, it was a bunch of guys that came in on this here episode. I appreciate you coming in one more time for Jay. We appreciate you, brother. So it was a great time talking to my man, Jay Farrow. Ari, what was your biggest takeaway from having Jay Farrow on the show? Just that importance that he put on that point of no return he was talking about when he, uh, you know, he looked himself in the mirror mm -hmm. and he, he didn't like what he saw. Like, specifically, he was struggling with weight, but... I feel like a lot of people, like myself included, have struggled with that, like their perception of themselves and how they see themselves and yeah, then how the world sees No, no, no. I'm not even just talking about that. Like that too, but it's like in the bigger spectrum, it's just like not seeing yourself oh, you the as- Yeah, just My not bad. seeing yourself as the best version of you or the version you want to be. So yeah, that was uh, pivotal for me just because I can relate to that to most. What about you? In that moment, I kind of looked at you. I remember you used to be on that, like, that wave of, like, we was laughing, joking about you. And then it was, like, next summer, it was just like, nigga, that nigga's skinny now. Like, oh. it was just all of a sudden, yeah. like, when he was, like, 70 pounds and shit, I was like, I remember I looked up and Ari was just thin. So I'm like, damn, gee. And then I'm looking at, like, 
that's when I started looking at everybody else like, well, nigga, what's your excuse? Like, this, this man was just like that. Uh, but my biggest takeaway um, <laughs> from the conversation with Jay was... That I was fat. Not at all. <laughs> that his ability to sort of use the formula that other people apply to the work environment, he applied to comedy. I be feeling like comedians just show up and them niggas just got it. Like, you just funny. Just from being around comedians mm-hmm. and them having it. But, you know, it was just cool to hear him talk about working on his material, not being sure about it, and having somebody like Charlie Murphy step on it like, nah, nigga, you gas. Mm-hmm. Like, you the one. Like, just just hearing that story and hearing uh, how a comedian, quote unquote, gets shots up, uh, that, was, that was dope as hell to me. Yeah, but I think really what ties both of our ideas together with you know, Jay's and what he was talking about was just the uh, importance he kind of put on preparation with his craft. Mm-hmm. Hey, as always, thanks for rocking with us on Iman Amongst Men, powered by Shea Moisture. Men, I am your host, Iman Shumper. And I'm Ari Shumper. Make sure you go rate, comment, and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. To watch the full video episodes, head over to Uninterrupted's YouTube channel every Monday after the show drops. Click subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And until next time, guys, we are Go!